Back on the Last Day Radio Network, uh, we have Larry Hall, who's who's a guest with us. He didn't get a chance to talk. Carlin and I were kind of taking a victory lap from from our our call of the the OU live game. I wanted to give Larry a chance to to speak a little bit. Now you you have a you are a part of a a podcast, a, a sports group. I uh, wanted to give you a chance to talk about that okay. and kind of the genesis of, of okay. what you do and in, in your role in, in sports media. And, and thank you so much for coming and spending a couple hours with us and filling in for big. Okay. Tell us, uh, tell us about yourself and, and, and your experiences in sports. I, I know that you have uh, children that are, that are in sports as well. Okay. Well, thanks a lot for your um, invite. Thanks. Thanks to you. Thanks to Carlin for yeah, any friend Carlin's allowing me to come. Huh? Any friend of Carlin is a friend of mine. Any friend of Carlin's friend of yours. <laughs> that's, that's, that, that's a good friend to have. He's a very good friend to have. Um, um, I grew up in Nashville. Um, right. I, um, so you're not a scum? No. Lowercase S-C, capital U. Oh, no. get out of here oh, with okay. all that. No, 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 no. I'm not. Um, grew up good. in Nashville, Tennessee. Born in Waverly, Tennessee. All right, um, came up, played um, youth basketball, youth football, youth baseball. Saw a lot of people come through this city as far as basketball talent, football talent, things of that sort. Um, I went to college, uh, Tennessee State. Played okay. one year of college ball and quickly realized that that was college way too much. football or basketball? Football. All right. And realized it was way put, too much commitment. you got to play? You gotta, you gotta uh, they play. had me a wide receiver. All right. I played quarterback in high school. I but, was looking uh, at you and thinking safety. Nah, nah, I'm not a safety. Not a safety. I, I'm not a hitter. Right. Even though in high school I was one of the fastest cool. kids on the team, so coach put me at free safety and said, hey, you sit back here 20 yards back. If anybody right. breaks away, right. you catch him. <laughs> right, you get him. That's your assignment. <laughs> That's your assignment. I don't want to see you up here making tackles in the line of scrimmage. None of that. None of that. So, um, so you're Ed Reed. You're a ball hawk. Um, no, I didn't. I, I think I had one interception, two interceptions, right. three, maybe at the most. But now, other what, was, than that, your, I was, what was your experience playing at TSU? Uh, I played for Joe Gillum uh, mm. one year. Coach Gillum. We called him uh, Tick. That was short for lunatic. All right. <laughs> um, he did his own bed checks as far as camp is oh, concerned. Wow. He he, wow. he showed up to your dorm room. It wasn't wow. an assistant, wasn't a grad assistant. It was him. Coach. He showed up. Tick. He showed up. Um, Tick, uh, my first experience with Tick was um, um, we were in a meeting. This is the first day of camp. We had had track that morning. Um, he told us um, he didn't need drug testing because it was 1991, summer of 91. That's when they started drug testing, NCAA, um, NCAA sports. He said, I don't need drug testing. I have that, I have that track out there. <laughs> and you had All to make right. your times on the track before yep. you saw the field. Understood. So you had to make, uh, as a wide receiver, I had to make um, my two mile, I had to make it in 1330. Now, if you're, now if you're just to play devil's advocate, if you're on cocaine, <laughs> that would technically make you run faster. It could. Like Lawrence Taylor was, could. was averaging three sacks a game. <laughs> LT was, could. And, and he LT was, was with fame. a dangling LT earring. But if you, but if you had to make he that. he was definitely on cocaine. Self-admittedly, it's not allegedly. Right, right, right. No, 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 no. Like he, was, yeah. he was absolutely We're not plastic. violating FCC right, right, rules by saying that. Rules, so. I, um, his was more conditioning. Got it. You had to make uh, the two mile in 1330. About that fourth oh, or fifth my. lap. About that fourth or fifth lap, it was hard. The mile. The mile you had to make in five thirty, and this is before nauseous. practice. This is this is before you even saw the field. Wow! You had to make your weight. You had wow. to make your, your your track requirements and your so weight you room have, requirements. You didn't have time to do drugs. You were too busy. Uh, uh, I ended up you were, letting you were too it go. Busy. You were I too said, busy coach. I said, coach. Vomiting from all of that running. Oh, <laughs> really uh, around the third or fourth lap, right. you saw the refrigerator right. get on right. people's right. back. Yeah, 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 like yeah. like like uh huh. 
Right. He said, I knew it was coming. Right. <laughs> he said, he said, you gotta put that stuff down. That's what he used to say. Mm. So um, loved him. Um, he told us to, um, we showed up with Alabama shirts on, UT, other colleges, and he said, uh, last time I checked, y'all went to Tennessee State University, take like those that. shirts off. I like that. So we're sitting there in a meeting with no no shirts on. Wow. About 70% wow. of the kids, you know, with no shirts on because they had on Michigan shirt, Ohio State. Right. He's like, you didn't go to school there. Now he you wasn't played, good enough. You said you played for one year. One year. Okay. One, it was at one year. I said, this experience. is too much. Right. That was too <laughs> much. I, he's, I don't want to go to the NFL. I just want to play college football. Right. And there was a lot of guys there that went to the NFL. Brent Alexander was oh, there. Wow. Uh, Bernard Wilson mm -hmm. was there. All of them was there at Tennessee State during that time. Now, did you finish college at Tennessee State? I did. State? Oh, I, did. Okay. I so finished in 1996, just, right. my degree in biology. Oh, nice. Um, and then um, ended up getting married in 1999. Um, my wife and I have two kids. Um, of course, one played with... Uh, Played at F.H. Jenkins with Carlin. Okay. Uh, Corey was the coach. Okay. Uh, they went to the Final Four twice. The second time, they really had a chance. Uh, if they could have won that Final Four game. They were robbed. They got robbed. If they play Lighthouse in the championship, we're the only team that had beat Lighthouse that year. Okay. So so it would have been, been interesting. Um, my older son plays in college. He plays at Cumberland University. Okay. He played in the adult league with Carlin's team. That's um, great. Uh, back in the day, uh, I played with Carlin. I played against him and stuff like that until I had my car accident, 2007. I played in the adult league. So um, now uh, let me let me let me ask you a question, Larry. So if you're well, just tuning in, we have Larry Hall, who's who's yeah. filling in for for Big Talk Sports and Entertainment. Um, I was gonna bring this up. We're gonna get a little political. Uh huh. What do you what do, what do you think about since you? Since you are, are a TSU guy, and I know TSU plays at Nissan Stadium, I've, I've ranted about how awful Nissan Stadium is. I, I kind of troll Nashville fans a little bit, but it's more in love. Okay. What do, you, what do you think about the referendum that went through earlier this week where they're going to build a new dome stadium right next to where Nissan Stadium is as a TSU guy? Because I know the TSU plays. How, how great of an opportunity is that for the city and how great of an opportunity is that for for TSU for for branding and marketing? I'm also curious of your thoughts, Carlin. Yeah, it's 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 very it's very good. And I'm you're really from here, forward. so you've I'm seen Nashville here. evolve. Yeah. Oh gosh, me, me and my sons talk all the, the time. The we ride around the Super Bowl and stuff me, like that. We ride around the city, and he's like, Dad. Did the skyline look like this? And I'm like, no. Right. no. <laughs> it didn't look anything like this. No. Uh, very that underrated was different. skyline. That's very, very underrated. Uh, it's very, it's I used very to live simple. In downtown Seattle, so I, I know about skylines. I mean, uh, interstates are not very complicated, so right. so it's easier access to get downtown. The traffic is, is harder, but it's easier access to get downtown uh, to see the skyline. Um, I think it's a great opportunity for Tennessee State University. Uh, there's an underbelly of people that want the the hole to come back. Uh, Hell Stadium. Uh, they played one game down there this year. They played Lane uh, during the day down there. Uh, but they, they want them to renovate that stadium again. Well, it's always uh, great to have a stadium on campus. It's great to have a stadium on campus, but they're not going to do that. Uh, right. the, big, the big cities have, if the college is there, the public university that's there, typically a lot of times plays at the stadium right. that the city provides. But you're talking about a stadium that they're proposing is going to be 55, 60,000 people. It's going to have a retractable roof. I mean, yep. if if Eddie George yep. or whoever the next coach is can get, you know, if you look at kind of what Coach Prime's doing with Jacksonville State, right? when you have a stadium that seats 60,000, you're going to have a home field advantage. Absolutely. Yes. Even if it's not on campus, 
you have an advantage that many HBCUs don't. And if you put a good product on the field, you know that Nashville's going to come out and they're going to pack that stadium with 60,000 people. Facts. Um, yeah. And then you're you're setting yourself up to to have the same type of infrastructure that Jacksonville State is trying to set up with Coach Prime. So right. I think that's phenomenal. Carlin, what are your thoughts as someone that ran for mayor here locally that really knows local politics, that's launching a, a local political podcast, all of that stuff. How how does this new stadium impact Nashville financially from a branding standpoint, maybe the possibility of having a Super Bowl here, the yeah. possibility. I was even listening to Feinbaum talk about, hey, SEC could move their offices to Nashville. Absolutely. You know, from, from Birmingham, they could move to Nashville. You could um, maybe the when the championship wow. contract comes out with Atlanta. You know, I think they're locked up for the next 10, 12 years. Right. But when that contract runs up, they used to have the Big Ten championships in Chicago. And they moved it to Indianapolis, Indianapolis after Indianapolis built a domed retractable roof stadium. So there's so many possibilities. And then you add just the, the Music City stuff, the, the concerts, yeah. um, the New Year's Eve celebrations. I just think that I think me and you have talked about this for years. I felt that they should have built a dome retractable roof stadium 10 years ago it right. takes time for, right. for things to to uh, materialize but i think that that's a huge win for nashville if you get pushed through the final legislative board and, and yeah. I, I know the mayor's been doing a victory lap tour talking well, to every if you, outlet if you remember when it. we did our SummerSlam uh, pi yep. broadcast i called it then you i told you it was a done that, deal yeah. right it's been a done deal behind closed right. doors i figured so they've just been legislatively like you said they just had to tie up some loose ends right. but here's why there's a couple there's a couple of things you got to remember we now become the center of the SEC universe. Oh, definitely. So you're talking about not Power Five. You're talking about Power One Conference, right? Right. So you got Power One Conference, and even if they don't yeah, move I their think, headquarters I think here, my, I think my uh, Buckeyes have something to say about that. Well, but what I'm saying if is, they in, get to through. in totality, right. right? You're talking about the number one football yeah. conference, and man, I'm a All Big right. Ten guy. Right. But now the center of the SEC universe is here in Nashville, I, the I second agree, fastest man. growing city in America. So now you've got that. With all of the second level things that that already happened here, Music City Grand Prix, you've got uh, uh, NASCAR that came back. You've that got all was those, huge. Yeah, that was huge. I People did not know that we had the infrastructure in the bones. Now the to UFC do that. is okay. talking. UFC is talking about doing a um, like a, a five fight series at Bridgestone. Y you know, those type of things take you to the next level. Definitely. Now we want to talk about Super Bowl. Right. Now we want to talk about hosting like huge kinds like U2, the, the, the reunion of U2 right. and things like and that. And Nashville, unlike most cities that, you know, I think around a million and a half uh, to two million metro, usually that's a city that's too small to host the Super Bowl. But Nashville, because of the events, has a great hotel infrastructure. Absolutely. So Nashville has the capacity and, and the infrastructure the to do it. The convention center and, being and, built and, was huge, And too. if it's down, be, it being downtown, Downtown Nashville is very walkable. It's yes. a very pleasant experience. So Nashville does, unlike a Jacksonville or some of the smaller cities that have hosted Super Bowls, Na uh, Nashville has the infrastructure to do it. They can do yeah, it. And, and then we won't be hampered by weather either. Right. You know what I mean? Well, it's the comparable to Atlanta. You have good yeah. weather. The, yeah. the, the retractable dome right. takes that out of there and right, expands the amount of uh, event time that you can have. So even right. if it's not the Super Bowl, you're talking about the big concerts. You're talking about, you know, right. they were even talking about the. Um, Democratic National Convention. Oh, wow. Uh, being here now. Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Lunch J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios.
Yo, this is your boy Lance J, a.k.a. the Paragon of Sports Talk Excellence, a.k.a. the Heisenberg of Broadcast Radio, a.k.a. the Wolf of Wall Street. Listen to me weekdays now at 11 a.m. on WOL 95.9 FM in the DMV, brought to you by our partners at Episource, the nation's leader in healthcare analytics and strategic support for Medicare risk adjustment programs. James Lewis. And the chats are cool because everyone's at a different stage of, of their life. Sometimes you have some friends that are bachelors and they're looking for something completely different than, than your friends that have four kids are looking for. And then you have friends that are going through a divorce. You have friends that are going through health problems. You, you pray together. You, you comment on what's going on in society together. If you have loved ones that, that are struggling with their health or struggling financially, those, those chats are forms to, to really to discuss and, and uplift one another. And then, you know, people, you got people, they're still talking about who they had sex with in college back in 1998. There's always that guy on the chat. It's like, yo, you remember when I tapped that? Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmode Squad. It's just like, yo, Slim, she's got three kids and, and married a multimillionaire. She's not thinking about you. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. It's no secret that the current real estate market is highly dynamic, and you may find yourself questioning if it's a good time to sell your house or if you should consider buying. You need an experienced realtor to help guide you through the noise and lead you to all of the right answers. Dara Williams with Berkshire Hathaway has been in real estate for over a decade and has lived in the metro Atlanta area for over 20 years. She is a seasoned professional that can help you. Give her a call at 404-266-8100. Mention code LANCEGA, that's Lance, L-A-N-C-E-G-A for Georgia, and get a complimentary appraisal. Exclusions do apply. 